0: you?
1: Right. So, I'm good. So, what did you do for Mother's Day? Mother's Day? It's, I'm glad you
0: asked that question, George.
1: I have some music, by the way. Here's my music. You ready? Is that cool? It has a kazoo solo in it, which is why I chose it. It's the Mothers of Invention from the 60s.
0: Yeah, so... So, Mother's Day. So, uh that's frank zappa being crazy it is yes. okay i understand i understand, I'm uh, I understand uh, that i'm supposed to like frank zappa and i was a big john lennon fan and he I, loved Frank you know, Zappa. no i didn't
1: i actually i liked frank zappa the person i didn't like his
0: music yeah uh i mean a lot of the silly people i just uh, i didn't have a i didn't have a whole lot of uh time for so by uh so mother's day so my wife now is the recipient of all the mother's day attention in my family so of course. she and my brother who had a re- birthday recently we made a mother's day brother's birthday date and we went and uh-huh. we had a barbecue at the rusty can in byfield massachusetts Ooh, yeah <clears throat> byfield ritz looking this up so george let me tell I you no where that is no n- nobody should but Byfield's near near Rowley, man. It's one of these places where only up here you'd know Byfield and Rowley, right, no Rowley. And Georgetown. Um, so um, no Georgetown, this place is a hole in the wall. It's like you've got a you know a tin roof and um, made for you. Let me tell you, George, it may have been the best meal I've ever had. I am I've had barbecue mm-hmm. before, but barbecue up in people listening from anywhere else in the country, barbecue is not something that is our thing up here in new england and uh but this this the is first, like a
1: truck outside i'm looking at the well, photos this, of it this was truck a, out back
0: well, maybe there might be a truck an 18 wheeler somewhere but the, this place is yeah it's it's not um it's not made to look pretty it's made to sling beautiful food and with the first bite of chicken you could tell this thing had been smoked for hours and Ooh. it was just fabulous and i've never had barbecue like this I, it's what i would would have dreamed of everything was beautifully marbled and beautifully fatty and wonderful and, and rich and it was great we of course had the pulled pork sandwich which was which was so indulgent george it was that on toast with with uh Ooh. onions and cheese and, and it was just it was redundant and then uh of course ribs and um and brisket and the brisket was also i've never had it, it blew me it up all the stuff, the beautiful, fatty, beautiful, greasy stuff that you could ever wonder. And then we had a, a couple of beers there and it was it was it's made for a beer drinking kind next time you come up here we we're going there. There is no Okay, good doubt. Okay. Um Yeah. And so um so I, I,
1: I am I am sort of a pescatarian now where I mainly just eat fish, but occasionally I'm a lapsed pescatarian <clears throat> and I will have a, a a large order of some red meat type thing. <sighs>
0: Yeah, well, so my feeling is this, George, is that um, since Mother's Day passed and Father's Day is next, and, it, and that right. allows you and I, because we're not going to get anything out of it really, but it allows us to do some self-reflection. And I'm going to ask you now to nip in the bud uh, your use of pescatarian. And it's not because you're a jerk. It's because there are two other people in my pescatarians life. Pescatarians are jerks? Yep. Now there are two other people in my life who are now pescatarians. And they just really? bake. Really? Who bake. are they? I'm not uh, disclosing. not going uh, to no. tell me. No. One is I, important. I'm not
1: political about it. I just, I just like to eat fish. I'm okay. That's fine. L- why don't we keep,
0: keep it yeah. with I just like to eat fish? Now I
1: know, And he, I, don't, I he, don't go to someone and shame them, by the way. I don't say, well, Tom, you ought to be just eating fish. No, I'm never going to do that. In fact, I just said to you. I'm looking forward to my brisket. Right. In the van. It's like a van out in back. It's like a, it's like a a trailer of meat with a smoker. that's outdoors. I'm looking at the pictures of this.
0: Are you sure it's the rusty can? Are you sure because it's I'd not a trailer. The rusty can. It's Byfield,
1: out in Byfield, Massachusetts. Byfield, Massachusetts. out in the back. There's there's a a smoker. It's, it's got holiday lights on it. Oh my god, so that And there's Oh, wow. Well. Go go look this up. rustycanbyfield.com For those of you listening, Rusty Field Byfield. Uh, rusty, you know we should do a we should do a show at the Rusty Can.
0: I don't want to mix. Uh, I don't <laughs> want to. I want to be able to concentrate on the precious food if we do that. All right, that's fine. So we won't. You won't say pescatarian anymore. Um, all right, I will not. Right. I like to eat fish occasionally. Right. There you go. There's nothing wrong with that. I think. All nothing in all. wrong with that. Did you realize, no. did we discuss this, that the narwhal is real? The what? The what is real?
1: The narwhal. The n- I have no idea what the narwhal is. You've stumped me. You're kidding.
0: N-A-R-W-A-L. All right. Tell me. George, type it in. Oh, no. W- N-A-R-W-H-A-L. H-A-L. You see oh, that okay, guy? Okay, that's why. See that thing? Oh, it's a... <laughs> The unicorn of the sea. Yes, it is a unicorn of the sea. Did you realize that it's real? That thing is a tooth. Really? Yes, it's a tooth. Doesn't seem all I can the
1: dentist. Isn't that incredible? Well, you know, when I've been out hunting seals by myself in the North Waters, I've mm-hmm. never seen a narwhal in the Arctic. I know.
0: It could club you back, I'm George. i
1: focused on the seals. So. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Well, what was the, the lamprey of the deep? That's something else that has sort of a unicorn-like thing stick. It's a lamp hanging. It's like a bulb. It's like a reading light hanging off the front of its head.
0: I thought the lamprey was the thing that hung out with sharks on their backs and uh, things. What am I thinking of? Maybe,
1: maybe you're right. No, you're right. There's something. There's something with a a lantern on the front of its head. Let's see. As a former. Formally, whatever that word is, I should know these things, right? Of course, I've never eaten one, so that's why.
0: The sturgeon is an ugly-looking fish, man. That guy—he's of- got a story to tell. And the garfish too. The
1: angler—it's the angler fish. Has a—it has a, a a fleshy growth that it uses as a lure. It's not lit up though.
0: Oh, I see. Is yeah
1: something with a light. I guess it's the sea angler, yeah. How about that? Combines recycling and energy-efficient lighting. It eats things.
0: Sturgeon, like man. That. The sturgeon. Look out, George. Look out for sturgeon. Huge fish. Do we decide if you like caviar? Uh, too salty. How about you? Of
1: course. It's beautiful stuff. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll eat some, but it's, its I find it salty. Mm-hmm. I have, now, as part of my liking sushi, which has nothing to do with that word we're not saying anymore... Um, I've had roe, which is essentially of course it's thicker, a different bigger type of caviar. It's basically <laughs> it is. It's a
0: bigger fish. Yeah. Man, some of these fish are just ugly as hell. George, we, we, let's get some substance in this show <laughs> for once. <laughs> All right. What am I going to do? I'm sorry, I'm fatigued a little bit, and t- I've got the I know, house I'm guests it over. Is really- and is, uh, uh, yes, I've
1: I've had house repair I have had house contractors over all weekend, and uh, I've also been continuing to dispose of the the sixty years my parents lived in this home that I've inherited, which is a long and arduous task.
0: Right. Mm, you know what it was iconic that is not Maybe that's where we'll start, George. Things that are were iconic that are not anymore. Was that picture of the shuttle f- riding on top of a seven forty seven?
1: Yeah, it was in a Bond film. It was iconic at that point. It right? wasn't a
0: Bond was film. A moonraker. It was in a Bond. It was in Moonraker. Then that was shuttles. Well, the shuttle the was but, but it was riding on the top of a seven forty seven. In that, absolutely. As a
1: matter of fact, that's the opening scene where where the uh, the uh, Drax Corporation evil villains. Get on board the shuttle riding on top of the 747. And, and, you know, in reality, they had no fuel. So they just had, like, maneuvering fuel. They had to have that big tank. But in the movie world, they could fire up the engines and steal it and take off. And, of course, incinerate the 747 with the, uh, you know, the British crew on it, taking it back to England.
0: There's a chance so, yeah. that, um, that, that, that that's a terrible movie, Moonraker. There's a chance. <laughs> It
1: is. It is actually terrible. It is its moments. Well, you know, I know you Roger Moore is your favorite James Bond, and I got it, I did not do not dislike Roger Moore's James Bond, but that was not one of his better films.
0: Yeah. No, that great. was
1: after Star Wars. Everybody had to do something. There's something. But I guess Star Wars is still iconic. Well, all right. Let me ask you this. Is James Bond still iconic? I no. sense disturbances in the force. I just I sense there's there's already there's this new film in production and supposedly it's troubled and Daniel Craig really? is out of control and uh, they don't have a script and they did a instead of doing a press conference they did kind of like a morning broadcast show and no one liked it and there's questions so I don't know hmm. is it going to end mm, will it end will they you know it seems like they've had, they've got their how many five actors have they Yeah. Well, so we have Sean Connery, right? And then George Lazenby, one movie, fired him, and then Roger Moore, and then we're actually up to six: Timothy Dalton, and then your era, Pierce Brosnan.
0: I think Timothy Dalton Dalton made it. So
1: actually, we're up to a sixth actor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen any with the new guy, the newer guy, uh, as yet. This, this, you mean Daniel Craig? You haven't seen any of those? No. No. Really? I'm just not interested, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I hate to say that I'm not interested in stuff, but I don't care anymore. I don't watch action movies or science fiction movies. Generally, I don't watch action movies anymore. But I did watch something good this weekend, though, George. Why are we friends? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh,. Let's see. I will tell you, the what first, have in the common, first Daniel
1: Craig movie and the third one were very good, and the rest of them have been questionable, although I kind of like the second one. It has some, some cool stuff in it. Hmm. Well, did you see the last Pierce Brosnan movie where it was all, all CGI, and it was bad CGI, and he was surfing an iceberg oh, God. In tsunami in Iceland? It was horrible. I mean, it was really embarrassing.
0: Oh, that's terrible. No, I saw... Sound- Another one that was bad enough from the early '90s,
1: right? And so there's none of that in the first Daniel Craig movie. It's actually very realistic, and you know, it, as as these things can be realistic. So I would suggest you have to see one of these at least, and then decide. I could perhaps be your Candyman for this, if you'd like. What as does that, that mean, George? Just... of all things Bond. Candy man means I provide you with with the illicit substances that you need to survive. I have a friend who's... George, a, what does
0: that mean? He works... What? What does that, that mean? mean Candyman? Does that mean drinks? Um, it could be. What else Those aren't illicit really illicit. do you
1: have in your life? So actually, my wet bar is now online. It's complete, and it's stocked with liquor. Ooh, My hidden wet bar. It's You're going to have to see this. <clears throat> Interesting. It's good. And the movie room. I think. It, I think it is. I think there was some question of some people not liking it, but I've, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. only a few. But (laughs) their names will not be mentioned here.
0: (laughs) The Great Fire fire of 1910. You familiar? The Great Fire of 1910. Great Fire of 1910, largest fire in U.S. history, burned an area the size of Connecticut, three million acres, and killed 87 people, including 78 firemen. Oh.
1: Ooh, and also, so let me ask you this. When you were growing up, do you ever remember a large fire in your town that you went out to see and you were awed by the enormity of it as something <clears throat> got destroyed? Yes. And yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, we had it mostly in Vermont uh, in our in the town there. It, the fires used to be a thing. They're really not anymore.
1: Yeah, I think they have better, they have better tech now for it. If there was a factory in my town, which is probably 1,000 feet from my house, mm-hmm. and you could feel the heat where I where I was. And we all went down to watch it. And it was, you know, we weren't close enough that anything bad yeah. could happen. But that thing was 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 a total loss. But it was really it was in a in a sad way awe inspiring.
0: Oh I'm totally. Totally. <clears throat> Between twenty twelve and short there's actually a national
1: on. story. There was a national story in my town. Guy was there's a propane company on Route 146 and the classic guy smoking a cigarette and he's filling a propane truck.
0: Oh, great!
1: And it exploded, and the whole place caught on fire. And there were two thirty thousand gallon tanks of of liquid propane at this facility, and they spent the day just hosing them down. But smaller ones exploded with great regularity. I was here when it happened, and you would hear these thundering booms and see like a mushroom cloud go up. It wow! Was a little. It made national news. I mean, they came in with film. And and uh, made the national news and didn't blow up, but I think it would have taken out the town, if it had. To. Incredible, you know, incredible. Bigger than the 1910 fire, perhaps. No way. It wasn't three million acres, but it'd be a whole town. You'd flatten a town. Would not be good. Mm. So actually, I actually have a question for you from last week. Yeah. Are, so are we? You are we doing a band? I don't. I don't play any instruments, but um, I was thinking. I could be the George Martin, or maybe, uh, better yet, the Jeff Emrick sound engineer of the band. Um, how so? Oh, is I'm, there a band? I'm. I don't know. You were saying we should have we should do a band, and I said I play nothing, and then we dropped the subject. Really? Yeah. Because I know you had a band. We actually You have to get me your music file, by the way. So let's, kids, we're going to go inside baseball for a second uh, so I can fix that so that it always shows up at our podcasts. I have to do some processing on your audio huh.
0: to ring it out. Well, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, George. George, there's prior to European of colonization of happening. the Americas, some Native Americans in the United States used controlled burns to modify the landscape. These controlled fires were part of the environmental cycles and maintenance of wildfire habitats that sustained the people's cultures and economies. What was initially perceived by colonists as untouched, pristine wilderness in North America was actually the cumulative result of these occasional managed fires creating an an intentional mosaic of grasslands and forests across North America, sustained and managed by the original peoples of the land base. Radical,
1: this is before Smoky Bear,
0: yeah, exactly. Radical yeah. disruption of indigenous burning practice, practices occurred with European colonization. Hold well, the phone for a second here. Radical disruption of indigenous burning practices—that <laughs> sounds a little uh, one-sided to me. It tells put the me, fire out. They basically means they put exactly. the fire out. Exactly. It so tells me them. somebody <laughs> was burning the countryside until somebody else came in. Forced People relocation of those accents. who had historically maintained the landscape. This is Wikipedia, even for you. This is really, ju- but anyway, so so Native Americans uh, had uh, burned the landscape. Basically, they burned the landscape to get stuff out of the way, and because uh, the, the the less the fewer miles or whatever it was of forest meant that the deer could not hide anywhere. Among other things. Um, and you could shoot them, flesh the animals out or the, Indians didn't have you uh, yeah, exactly. So they could, uh, wax them. And there you go. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, it's very true. Cause I mean, I think they do some, they do some of that where there are fire breaks in out West to try to stop forest fires or to prevent them from spreading. Cause that's, if you can contain a fire, right? All these big fires out West, what's the thing they're waiting? It's, it's 40% contained. It's, you know, whatever. It's when they can keep it from spreading, and that's how they do it. Part of it is they do burn stuff, where they have roads that are cut out that have no vegetation. But if it's bad enough, it's hot enough, it just
0: spreads. Yeah, well, because a lot of the, the the kind of ground brush area stuff just becomes uh, embers, like a heating base, I think, to some of the stuff. Those are all words for these, right. and I'm not I mean, saying any of them.
1: But- California had a bad fire season because they had a great... Right, suddenly, their, their drought was their drought ended it reverted back to the mean. There was a lot of rain. And so a lot of things grew and then they all dried out and burned. And I think they're going to have a similar thing this year. Cause apparently it was, it was actually, it was, it was pretty lush in Southern California when I was there in April, which typically it isn't, or that was the only time it would be in April, but the last number of years it hasn't been. And now it is, it was beautiful, but that's all going to dry out and burn later this year, which is a little sad.
0: Right. Well, in that, uh, And draining of uh, lakes and reservoirs uh, as well. They're full now. I'm glad they are. (laughs) Two days after the first sighting, um, uh, two days after first sighting the coast of Virginia in 1607, the Jamestown colonists noticed, quote, great smokes of fire rising from deep in the woods. We marched to these smokes, recalled uh, George Percy in 1607, and found that the Mm -hmm. savages, he called them, had been there burning down the grass as we thought either to make their plantation there or else to give signs to bring their forces together and so to give us battle one of the first things that the english discovered about american indians in virginia was that they burned their wildlands the purposes for burning agricultural clearing or military signaling are speculative in percy's uh, account notable however is the fuel type mentioned grass grasslands in virginia rapidly Succeeds to forest unless maintained by grazing, mowing, or fire. In his account, Percy suggests a possible uh, reason for its persistence: American Indian fire use, uh, burning was burning by American Indians uh, extensive throughout to influence Virginia. Uh, oh, sorry, extensive enough to influence Virginia's ecosystems. The answer, according to one Forest Service person, is emphatically yes. Hugh Maxwell, 1910, claimed that the colonists, uh, that had the colonists not snatched the... Okay, ready for this, George? This is I'm 1910 ready. words. If we thought savages were bad, <laughs> this is going about to get worse. Okay, the answer, according to Forest Service researcher... Uh, Hugh Maxwell in 1910 oh, man, get? Keep going. was yes he claimed that the colonist had the colonists not snatched this is a quote he- Hugh Maxwell says in 1910 Hugh Maxwell claimed that had the colonists had uh, the colonist not quote snatched the faggot from the indian's hand Whoa. yes i know it's the and that was a device to light
1: things not it not was a, a b- slang of the 20th right. century. right
0: this was this is uh it means wood to burn uh or burning right. wood from the indians hand virginia <laughs> would have become <laughs> one vast pasture land or desert <laughs> so let's get the let's get the definition of that word out there george before we get in trouble remember this is what this is somebody from 1910 george and i am lighting have, fires we have nothing it's, it's a bundle of sticks or twigs of wood right it's a bundle of sticks Bound together as fuel correct correct
1: well, there are many words like that, uh, you know. Uh, so, so uh, we could go beyond, slightly beyond our PG rating. Uh, uh, so, in England, do you know what a rubber is?
0: Uh, it is the things you wear on your feet.
1: Negative. It is a eraser to erase things off paper. Oh, really? You draw with pencil. That sounds about right. So, I had a friend that came to the U.S. to take a job, and she's in her. You know, the first day, or they're they're making you fill out forms, you're with all the other hires, and she raised her hand and said, "Does anyone have a rubber in America?" And got strange looks. You <laughs> look that up, so it's <laughs> so there are words that are that are not that yeah. are misconstrued. They're completely innocent Correct. in one error or like that is the point, and they're misconstrued or their their meaning changes. So we don't want to foster any bad uh, thoughts. We're we're completely clean and virginal here. Of our use of bundles of sticks.
0: <laughs> I'm just reading here, George, about I'm, I'm, um, about the fact yeah, that the, that so much of the land was uh, bare by the time uh, settlers arrived, or uh, just not full of vegetation. And it totally makes sense, you know?
1: So, so when I went to high school years ago, I, my favorite high school teacher was actually a math teacher. But every every day at ten minutes, the last ten minutes of the class, he would talk about something else, like making paper airplanes or how to, you know, build some type of thing out of glass. Or it was really interesting. And he told us, and this is if you think about this, this makes sense. So you go through New England, and what do you see out in the in the middle of the woods? Stone walls.
0: Everywhere. I've got one next to my house.
1: Right. And they seemingly don't. Why are they there? Mm -hmm. There's stone walls everywhere. And they're long because those English settlers, those settlers came in and they did completely terraform the land. They used the whole thing to grow food. So they cut down all the indigenous vegetation.
0: Well, that had not already been burned down, George.
1: Well, they, they burned it. Well, they did more than that. They just, they literally terraformed everything and they turned it into farmland. So so there's a point around 1900, 1910, where there literally was, in New England, there were rolling hills. There weren't the big forests we have. He, his exactly. And the, the, the there are pictures of this today, everywhere. Right. The forests we have today are literally just 20th century growth where they stopped. There were better places to farm because of railroads and trucks and exactly. transportation. Exactly.
0: So literally, it all grew back in. literally, George, the fells, a fells is a rolling hill. And so the Middlesex Fells Reservation was rolling hills, you know, without the vegetation that is there now. Now it's all woodsy. You're right. And in, in Vermont, we've, we've got a house in Vermont and there's, uh we've got portraits mm-hmm. and uh, all the portraits, it's all rolling hills and farmland. And now it's mostly forest up there. And the forestation is all over the country. Right. It's much more than it was then. But it is very interesting. Well,
1: you, do you, have you ever driven up to Montreal from there? I bet you have. Yes. What happens when you cross the border? Rolling hills. Correct, because that's their southernmost farmland.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. great point. Continent. Great point, George. So yeah, there you go. So Just I had somebody—was it you or somebody—recently tell ta- tell me that uh, the turkeys don't really fly. But they do really fly. Uh, no, but I
1: I would concur that. Actually, I, I had to blow my horn at a turkey today. There was a turkey kind of lazing mm-hmm. in the middle of the road. Right. And I had to encourage it to leave my path.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't.
1: I think they they can't fly like a seagull, but they, they can fly. They, they don't feet. soar,
0: right? They don't soar they don't like soar. Exactly. But they do fly, and so so. And I had been. I know this for a fact because there was a time a few years ago where I was having these run-ins with these turkeys who were up on a hill on the ledge essentially above me living in trees and they would fly (laughs) down at me, I mean, towards me and then land on a house above me. And this one... Strafing run. Yeah. And this one at the end of the street, a hundred yards away, just started running and then got air and he flew at me and landed past me. In other words, to confront and i had already shown there's this big thing when you can't show them fear i had already shown that i was no, afraid did. of them so uh he started walking towards me after he landed and at first while he was in the air i thought it was a i thought it was a glad trash bag because the thing is not like defined <laughs> at all it looks with dumb teeth. right so so anyway so somebody I've, I've since made peace with the turkeys but somebody said no they don't really you fly need a blunder
1: bus you what need a blunder bus what that? You need-
0: that is a a uh, a
1: gun that was used to kill turkeys. That it the the barrel of it flares out. Oh, I see. So, so you it can scatters, just, right? It's close range. So when the turkey is about to attack you, you fire and you can't miss.
0: Basically. Yeah, I think these that gun may be um, featured on some cartoons. Uh, I, I have them. I think I have them. Oh, really? Oh, so the, so listen to this, Warner. Yes. So my feeling is this: is if you're going to tell me that the Wright brothers' plane flew. Then turkeys can fly. It did Right, but the the Wright Brothers plane it was flew about 26 yards. You're right. Yeah. and like was really not a great flight, the first one, anyway. No. I don't know about the subsequent ones. Well, months.
1: it was kind of like, do you remember the first time you rode a, you learned how to ride a bicycle where you were falling over and then finally you go? Of course. Right. It's that, that was the Wright Brothers flight. You don't go far. You go just far enough and you go, I can... I can, I'm now free, and then it gets easier. So that's that's what the Wright Brothers flight was. You think about that. It went from 1906, and then 60 years later, we're sending guys to
0: the moon. If we're to believe that, George. <laughs> George, all right.
1: So I'm all about right are to, you a
0: denier? Are you a flat earther? Are you? Um, I am starting to be bo- both, indeed. All right, George, <laughs> now since we've gone to Turkey's, it's time to do our public service part of this. Um, okay. Thank show. You. Um, I'm going to name for you the 15 deadliest animals on Earth. Okay. Sharks are number 15, with six deaths a year. Yeah, there's not a lot. There's not a lot, but I mean, they attack people. Plenty, and people the the, the shark lobby is really shameless. You know, it's like the pitbull lobby, you know, they try to tell you just how safe and benign these creatures are, but they're not, they're not. All right, and here's for you, George, You because you're a Game of Thrones guy. Uh, wolves, 10- Not de- at all. Uh-oh. Well, it, everybody's mad because in Game of Thrones, somebody didn't pet his wolf. I don't know what it means. Anyway,
1: <laughs> so wolves,
0: 10 deaths a year. I was year. forced
1: to watch one last weekend. We'll get into that, but go ahead.
0: 10 deaths a year. So that would yeah. suck because I assume they team up on you and things get um, things yeah, that's get uncomfortable, uncom- right? Correct, correct.
1: Lions coyotes are like that too. What are coyotes are like that? They travel in a pack.
0: Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I think one on one you could probably pound a coyote. Those guys are like uh, they look ragged. Yeah,
1: my no. my dog, my 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 former dog, who's in doggy heaven uh she saw a pack of coyotes and smartly decided just to bark at them not go out and she would chase deer or she saw turkeys man she'd be at them she could take t- take a, a flock of turkeys no problem oh, man. but coyotes
0: well they the said the yeah, coyotes try to lure, lure the animals out further too and then
1: correct them. and then one whacks you and then while you're fighting that one another one and then it's over so yeah. she could see that she saw the wrong rows of teeth <laughs> and uh, Decided, not not a good idea. Very smart dog. And uh-huh. Keep going. So we're 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 working. So lions, keep
0: going. twenty-two plus see that. deaths a year. Yeah, that thing. That's a situation where that's. Um, I get the feeling they kill the hell out of you with uh, some passion.
1: That is that is their job, that is their their that is their function in the animal world to to call
0: the herd. So listen to this, George. Everybody's always saying, "Oh, come on about this about this gentle beast." Elephants, five hundred deaths a year. They are vindictive <laughs> bastards, elephants. They really are.
1: If they step on you or sit on you, it's probably
0: over. Well, they can gore you as well, and plus they're vindictive. I mean, elephants attack people and they like, kill every last person and hunt them down in uh, India and other parts of the world. It's true. They're not nice yeah. animals.
1: See that—that's not their—that is not their MO though. That is that not is, their reputation. That they're right. friendly. Right? BS. And it's because yeah, they get them beat on that,
0: and correct. But their reputation is right. a lie. This is the same people telling Maybe us that the, the colonists—the colonists destroyed North America because the Indians were burning it and we interrupted them—are uh, telling us the elephants <laughs> are nice. Elephants are also responsible for a number of deaths per year. They said five hundred people a year killed in elephant attacks. <laughs> Here's another one. This is another one. This is a nasty way to go. The hippopotamus kills 500 a year. Those teeth George. I can believe that. Those big I can believe that. Yeah. Those big teeth are not sharp. Those crush. Those, yeah. When I I was
1: four years old, I went taken to some kind of zoo and they had a trailer. Kind of like the, um, the, the trailer at the barbecue place, Smoking Meat. But it had a it literally had the wall of bars and inside the bars was a hippopotamus that looked oh, really not well. And it was huge. And I was, you know, three feet tall and I just freaked. I just said, I don't want any part of this. It opened its mouth. I don't want it. It was inside. And apparently I didn't, it didn't eat me, but I thought it might, you know, so yeah, I, well, I agree I, with that. Right, I was maybe.
0: terrified of hippopotamus. <laughs> I don't I blame you. Plus, you know, if anything, if they get you in the water, I mean, that's, uh, that's rough. Once you're in the water, yeah,
1: because they swim. Yeah, they don't look like it, but they can swim.
0: Once you're in the water, then you gotta hope for a lightning strike or um, him to cross paths with an electric eel or something, and hopefully, or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Number nine, yeah. George tapeworms. Seven hundred. Oh, de-
1: that would yes, seven hundred deaths. Eating a lot a year. of sushi, I have to worry about that. That may be something that takes me out. Is that sushi that causes tapeworms? Uh, the, if you don't, if if it's not fresh. It's not the right type of stuff. You can get parasites. Yes, That's what Saki's for, by the way, to kill
0: that stuff. Tabor's responsible for an infection called sister cirrhosis. Estimated 700 people a year. Here's another one. This is hum- the most humorless animal on earth, George. Number 10, the crocodile. It's 1,000 deaths. Oh, I can see that. 1,000 deaths per year. That would be...
1: Roger uh, well, Moore had a run-in with crocodiles in a in, in a good James Bond movie.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. Terrible. Here's another one. Yeah. This is the Ascaris roundworm. Again, another parasite. Yep. 4,500 deaths a year. The Ascaris roundworm leads to an infection called Ascariasis that kills. WH uh, WHO knows that the infection takes place in people's small intestines. It's a disease that infects mostly kids. So your
1: barbecue has to be essentially medium to well done. You can't really have it too rare. Right.
0: Is what you're saying. Yeah. The tsetse fly.
1: Oh, those are the worst. Are they? Isn't that the sleeping sleeping sickness? Tsetse flies. Now, these is are it? things... These are 20th
0: century things. The tsetse fly is 10,000 deaths a year. It transmits a disease called sleeping sickness. You're right. A parasitic infection that at first can lead to headaches, fever, joint pain, and itchiness, but rather... But later can lead to some serious neurological problems. The number mm-hmm. of deaths you art right has been decreasing. Ten thousand new cases each year. Alright, George. The assassin bugs. Twelve thousand deaths a year. bugs. Those I bugs, have no experience with. Also called the kissing bug. We carry responsible for carrying Shagas disease. Twelve hundred a year. Shagas disease is a parasitic infection passed by the bug which got its nickname by biting people on the face. That's great. Jesus. Oh. Freshwater snails? What? 20 plus 1000 deaths a year for freshwater snails. Really? Yes. Gee, I just had I just had snails for my birthday. That sure. last, last week. I hope you don't feel them, fatigued. I feel okay. The freshwater snail carries parasitic worms that infect people with a disease called schistosomiasis. That Ooh. can cause abdominal pain and blood in the stool or urine, depending on the Ooh. Jesus. Anywhere between twenty and two hundred thousand deaths attributed to schistosomiasis. My God! All right, now <laughs> here's say,
1: if you have it, you can't pronounce it. That's the problem.
0: I know. All right, George, fill up for a second. George, you just have to drink a drink of water. All right, so,
1: so of course, I think the biggest pest in New England is the mosquito. You know, wouldn't you say? I mean, uh, correct.
0: I've had my anti mosquito, anti bug lamp how your, going. How was your bug zapper doing? I think it's killed everything in the state. It's going like it's we just kept it on night and day. It's it, it no, that's what you do. You never turn them off, it's not like there's a time for them. You just leave them on. <clears throat> All right, charge you ready? Correct.
1: I, I'm always Speaking ready. Speaking
0: of your turkey killing, deer chasing hound, the yes. caninus domesticus, the dog has killed 35,000 deaths, uh, 35,000 a year. It's a lot. And that's equivalent
1: to the number of people that are killed by, in car accidents My in goodness. the
0: United States. Dogs, specifically dogs, infected by the rabies virus are one of the deadliest oh. animals out there, though the virus can be prevented using vaccines. About 35,000 deaths can be attributed to rabies, and of those cases, 99% are caused by dogs. My goodness. So the point
1: of this is you're much better off with a pet shark than a pet dog. Totally.
0: Or the narwhal, as a matter of fact, George. No, no I knew, deaths. I knew
1: someone that had piranhas. I knew someone yeah. that
0: had a, a, a tank of piranhas. We had piranhas. My brother and, and I growing up. She she'd feed them mice.
1: What? She fed them mice.
0: Jesus. Well, she's a sick person. That's the. Der- I <laughs> mean, we was. used to feed the ours goldfish, which is all you have to do. <laughs> wow, that's a sick person.
1: Yeah, she had mice.
0: All right, so George, uh, the snake. Snakes kill 100,000 people a year. That I can completely believe.
1: That's you ever one seen thing somebody after they England.
0: We do not have poisonous snakes. Thank God. I mean, we do have the copperhead and the tunnel thunder rattler what was... or whatever.
1: What was that island you were into, out yep. in Western Maryland? That was Rattlesnake Island that we were almost building in Rattlesnake Massachusetts.
0: Island. Massachusetts, Is this by way, the way, the home originating home of the gypsy moth, Caterpillar.
1: Oh, well, that's can, another. That's another. There, they, you know, that was brought here to to make silk to help uh, to basically, you know, we could have a silk industry. Exactly. and There were no natural predators to it, so every twenty years or so, it defoliates everything.
0: Well, you remember that one in in nineteen eighty when they first like really were destroying everything, and everybody put those rings in those remember, trees, and well, now the rings are like twenty five feet up. Remember that? That was yeah. crazy that year. Man, that was a crazy time. I, one of my cousins got married that
1: summer, and she had an outdoor wedding, and it looked like November in June. Right. It was deforested.
0: What a crazy time! You could so hear the, them. Remember, you could hear those them. Are, those are my
1: dad's radio days. You remember? Do you remember WOR New York? Of course. Okay, so everything in New York is very New York centric, right? really—that's where the—that's where all of society and, and knowledge and things occur. So I literally heard a host during the the Gypsy moth destruction say. How did those gypsy moths get out of Central Park and spread out to the rest of the country? <laughs> <laughs> assumed it started in New York. You know, <laughs> they're tough enough, but no. But yes, that is a that is a th- something with no natural predator,
0: brought mm. to this country
1: by a well-meaning person, and uh, did not go well.
0: To Ugh, this day. That's the lesson. All right, George, number two. And this is the one where we're supposed to learn our lesson. Oh, we're not even at number two yet. No.
1: I thought thought snakes were it. So let me give you a hint.
0: Number two is where we're supposed to um, take pause. So what do you think number two is?
1: Boy, I would say like.
0: Come on, George. What is is the. It's
1: got to be house cats. What is the biggest threat uh, to everything? The biggest threat to everything? It's got to be bears.
0: No, human beings, George. This
1: answers the question.
0: Human what? beings. No, isn't
1: sharks versus bear? Isn't that the who would win? Shark versus bear? Who'd win? It's it's, it's got to be bears. We haven't had bears. It's yet. human beings. Human beings kill the most. Of course they do.
0: So number one is mosquitoes, which is 750,000 deaths a year. They are jerks, man. They are. Jerks. There's never. I've never run into a mosquito that I liked. How about you? No, I haven't either. And I don't. I'm not a sick person, well, but I. I mean, but I know. Uh, I know someplace in my past where there was a huge spider web with a big furry spider in it and i know it's not me that there were people who while getting bit by mosquitoes would remove the mosquito and place him in the web and the spider would sense something vibrating in the web and that big guy would come over and end the mosquito in a violent fashion George, it was an odd. Those
1: were implanted memories because you're an android. You were those are implanted memories from your creator. That never happened. So why would an that, android have Blade implanted Runner? memories? In Blade Runner, telling stories about the spider. Well, it was an implant. Just someone's niece's memories. So you didn't see that. Now I I just remember getting bitten by mosquitoes and getting getting uh, arms swelling and not. Occasionally, you'd get one that would infect you. they're 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 just. What purpose do they serve in the ecosystem? No, no. Is none. it to kill people? Is it to call the? Is it to call the herds? What purpose do they have? They seem to be purposeless and, and nothing
0: but trouble. There's no purpose whatsoever for mosquitoes. There's none. There's no. Everybody knows this. I mean, there's no purpose. There's no. A lot of these animals are just simply made to terrorize and to create uh, despair and unhappiness where there otherwise would be uh, joy and love. And they s- well,
1: if mosquitoes were extinct, their larvae are very important in aquatic ecology. No, Many not. other insects and small fish feed on them, and the loss of that food source would cause their numbers to decline as well.
0: No, it wouldn't they be fine?
1: So this goes back to Presbyterians.
0: <laughs> this is some. Let me tell you something. <laughs> All of you Presbyterians should know that there is no link. <laughs> I don't believe in the food chain. I don't believe that that the mosquito larvae means the fish eat, etc. Everybody eats what they can eat life is a free for all of food and uh, if there are no mosquitoes everybody would be fine just finding something else to eat i believe I, you
1: know i tend to agree with you it just seems like uh, or or just let them have their area let them have mm-hmm. their own mosquito island where they can do their thing but not near not near where human
0: beings live you imagine that though mosquito island how, how unpleasant mosquito that could island. be do you remember do you remember the commercials for off where the guy
1: would stick his arm into a just a giant tent oh my of mosquitoes. God, yes, they'd, I do. They'd be all over him, right? And then he'd spray. He'd spray off on his arms, and he'd put his arm in. And there'd be like one mosquito. So he's proving that this 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 uh, would keep the mosquitoes from biting you. Who would do? How did how did you get paid for that? How much did they pay you to get bitten by a hundred mosquitoes?
0: I don't know, man. But I would did I would they have signed they up. They didn't carry disease. What happened? I <laughs> I would have signed up for the Pepsi Challenge. I think instead. That's much safer. You know, on any given beach boardwalk in 1979, you could be asked to do the Pepsi Challenge.
1: Well, all right. Have you ever? Have you ever been to Japan? Uh, negative. Negative. I've been to Japan a couple of times. If you ever go to Japan, you have to watch TV. They have all sorts of. It's very, very. It's very fun stuff, but it's very strange stuff. And one <laughs> of them was. Guy drinking his... It's like, you know, people pound hot dogs on the 4th of July. Guy doing that with, with Coca-Cola in a bottle. Oh, wow. Pounding back Cokes. How many he could drink. Seems dangerous. It it, it looked very dangerous. Yeah, that, no. And there was another game show where they... And people in the middle of the night sleeping, they would pull a cannon into their bedroom and fire it off. And it was firing a blank. Okay, so didn't put a hole in the wall. But imagine at three in the morning if someone fired a cannon off about a foot and a half from your head. It was, that's horrific. And there was a laugh track. It was horrific. It was, there was a laugh wow, track. Yeah, horrific. You, see, you, you, were, you, couldn't, you couldn't look away.
0: It's but interesting how the mind works like that, George. Because we used to, my brother and I used to have a bunk bed, and we both had different times while sleeping, falling off the top bunk. And you dream of falling when it's happening. Really? You dream of falling. You find it's happening. But in the dream seems to take a while. Meanwhile, it's all over in a second in real life.
1: Right. So, hmm, very interesting. And so obviously that's when you wake up, when you've fallen. Correct. You hope. Yeah. You did wake up, so, so you're here.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you. Life's dangerous, George.
1: It is. Would you like to know how many mosquitoes it would take to suck a person dry like a vampire? Yeah, I was hoping. You're hoping to know. So, hoping to know. Actually, let's see. It's a video. I don't really want to play it. Well, all right. The 11. bottom line is they couldn't actually. Are you it's sure? Probably. It's probably one. It's they, they couldn't one, they, one really they good one. Know, there was, aren't enough of them. I think you'd be dead when it yeah. would happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I hate that. Even when, the, when you hear about people escaping prisons and they, you know, they're in some bayou somewhere and they eventually just surrounded the police because they can't stand sleeping and being mauled by mosquitoes.
1: Right. Well, you know what? What is the worst thing with a mosquito? The absolute
0: worst thing. Um, you know this. The worst thing is when it gets in your ear. When you're asleep at night
1: and you hear a mosquito buzzing near your ear, and you don't, you can't, see your sleep or you're waking up, you can't see it. That is complete terror.
0: Yeah, jerks. Why do they buzz? By the way, doesn't they give them away? I think it's their wings. I don't think they can help it. Yeah, but you figure, what's it called? The evolution with, to edit that out. I can hear that, it's a terrible sound. Is that a mosquito sound, you hear George? That?
1: That was a bad one. I'm trying to find a better one. No, it's okay, I think. Yeah, these
0: are terrible.
1: How about
0: this? These are... <laughs> Jesus. George, at best, how good is it going to be? Even if you nail it and we have an exact I mean... replica of a mosquito, is this something that people are going to need to hear? That's better. Sounds like the movie The Fly with him catching a bug. More flies than mosquitoes. The original, by the way. <laughs> with the guy from Sea View. Remember that, George? Yes. David
1: uh, what's his name? Yeah, it is David, I think. Pretty sure right. Hedison. David Hedison.
0: Yeah. Wasn't Help he me. cool?
1: He was. Did you ever watch did you ever watch uh, to the Bottom of the Sea? Yeah, I said Sea View. Yes.
0: Yeah, the TV, right, okay. That was brilliant. I loved that. And uh, Kowalski and Admiral, Admiral Nelson or something, what was his name? That was the best thing in the world. The Admiral Nelson. That was so cool. And, I mean, that was a rip off of uh, Star Trek, right, or vice versa? Uh,
1: yeah, probably Star Trek was a off of that. That, that was, was a great thing. movie. And
0: when a... they take the flying fish thing out of it? The flying sub. Yeah. How cool was that? The whole thing was cool. I, I mean, there was a the good chance right on that we go. on that sub uh, that you were going to get knocked out from behind from a crew member who had turned bad. It's barely coming through, you just to, you know.
1: Yeah, let me let me. Uh, it's let me okay. I mean, we'll try that again. <laughs> Let's try that again.
0: This is a lethargic <laughs> podcast. There we go. Anyway, that was it. Man, man,
1: that was good
0: color TV. That was good color TV. It was, it was
1: That was the point to get you to buy color TVs. Remember and that's course, You saw all those in reruns. I think I saw them first run.
0: Yeah, I did see them in reruns. They were yeah. so good. So good, George. All right, George. What do we do so now? Good. Now that we, uh, I mean, we've provided a service, this, provided time, a service this time. And um, what else is going on? It's
1: what animals to avoid. Humans, yep. eat, basically, it is it is it is better to own a shark than a dog or to have a human nearby because mm-hmm. they're more likely to kill you. And certainly
0: mosquitoes are right off exactly. the charts. Don't go... And barbecue go, is good. Yep, barbecue is good. Yep, barbecue is don't good. go around telling people around, uh, other words for uh, tiny bundles of burnable, burnable bundles of burnable wood. Right. Right. That's a recipe for right. disaster. Yes.
1: Yes. It's true, it's true, but both, um, both, you know, uh, socially and causing a fire. Well, speaking so of England, do the
0: that. short version of that is a cigarette. Correct. And um, that wasn't. Remember, um, Fanny May. The word Fanny here won't work in England because it means
1: it means a part more of your body.
0: Yes, it means yeah. It means a uh, yes, a more sensitive uh, situation than it means here. I learned that so in real time. There,
1: there were there were chocolates. There was a famous chocolate called Fanny Farmer. Of that course, would probably be right off the charts in England. You just couldn't.
0: Fanny Mae, bear yeah, to to say it, right? You could never.
1: Fanny May. I, I think I had a mortgage from Fannie Mae, My first condo.
0: And uh, let's see, any else from England? Um, There's a lot of things from England love england georgia hope it hasn't uh, changed too much used to be all uh, forest. uh yeah, so I was
1: there last year they're all kind of a little panicked about brexit because there's uncertainty
0: oh god panicking about brexit come on how yeah, fun is it so to break off case. from something
1: it's always difficult to, to break it for any kind of divorce is difficult so yes correct so that's what's going on i will be in england in july so i'll, I'll find out i'll give you a first hand uh I could do. We could do a remote.
0: Oh um, yeah! By the way, I'm we, going away uh, this Saturday um, through Tuesday. I may remote. be able to do something remotely. I don't know. Do I have uh, all the magic stuff on my phone that I need? Maybe. Maybe not. We probably do. We and probably if not, do. George, then we'll. But maybe we should do a bonus uh, show this towards the end of this week. We could. I should be available. Well, that's I splendid. Be, I will.
1: Yes, I think it is splendid. I will be available. Perfect. Till we meet again, George.
0: Till we meet again. God bless Next you. Next time we'll
1: drink. Where's promise. The, where's God the God Frank Zappa? Are.
0: Play us out with the Frank Zappa and Mothers of Invention song. Let's play, play out a little bit of Mothers of Invention. <laughs>
1: Motherly love. Keep going until you get to the kazoo solo. Oh, yeah. Motherly love. Motherly love is just a thing for you. You know your mother's gonna love you till you don't know what to do.
0: The mother's got love that'll drive you mad. They rave about the way we do. No need to feel lonely, no need to feel sad.